Yeah. You don't know who's swimming naked till the time come in. Where your hoes at? Where your roads at? Where your backbone, nigga? Where your coat at? Where your down since day one, real bros at? Where them stories that you telling unfold at? Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? We got old school ways we expose at. Ain't no guarantees, but you know that. Niggas die every day, can't control that. King Griffey throwback, nigga had to go left. Must've popped 28 times, cause it's four left. If it's about mine, ain't a nigga that I won't check. Run through your hardest homeboy, you could go next. 85 cut dog, hustle at the Rolex. Chain on my white tee, now you see the progress. Stacked every chip on myself, time to collect. All money in, just imagine what I gross back. Fuck where your hoes at, where your roads at, where your backbone, nigga, where your coat at. Where your down since day one, real bros at. Where them stories that you tellin' unfold at Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? We got old school ways we expose at Ain't no guarantees, but you know that Niggas die every day, can't control that That's why I call yo, my yo, nigga yo. Marathon What up, what up, what up? Welcome, welcome Welcome to the Hood Loves Me Podcast I'm your gracious host Mitchell Brown Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you guys for being here. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We have an excellent podcast set up for you guys. Before we get into that, I want to um, send a special shout out to Scissor Hands Barbershop. All the good brothers over there at Scissor Hands that show me all the love that they show me. I appreciate y'all fellas. And um, yeah, man, this is the last episode of the decade, of the year. Of the month Usually we do a Recap of some sort Of the year Considering The special circumstance That we Are upon Currently Kind of Gonna do a little bit different Something a little bit different Bring in the whole decade Talk about How Events That have transpired In this past decade um, Affected our lives and pop culture and other aspects of society and other aspects of culture and how we can use some of these things to propel us moving forward in this upcoming new decade, new year, all of that good stuff. So um, again, appreciate you guys being here. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment. And uh, we got a dope episode right after these messages. I'll talk to y'all soon. Yo, 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 welcome everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you all. Listen, this is the last podcast of the decade. Of the week, of the month, of the year. It's insane when you think about it. Seriously. It's insane when you, when you, when you tell me, when you talk to me, and this is like episode 99, 98, 99, I, th- I believe 99. That's insane. And, and, you know, we're on the precipice, on the cusp of a new decade. And, and we're, we're going to spend some time this podcast because, you know, at first I was thinking about... Um, trying to come up with like an all-decade podcast. And, and you know what I'm saying? And it's just too much. 
it's too much. There's just so much. There's so much that happened. And at the speed, at the speed that things are, right? It's very difficult to keep up with this shit. But here we are, man. Here we are. So, like, you know, we got a 2019 wrap-up. And when it... So, so full disclosure. When it comes to wrap-ups and different things like that, I feel like I'm very good with music. Right? Music, I'm very good with. Hold up. Let me try to adjust this so we can keep it... Uh, there we go. I feel like I'm very good with music. Um, I feel like my critiques on music, the way I dissect music, the way I analyze music works more so than anything else. So we're going to talk about music a lot, mainly because um, music impacted a lot of my decade, along with other shit, right? Because... I don't think we legitimately know or realize how crazy of a time we live in. Like, of the insane shit that happens. The insane shit that's happened this decade. For example, if I would have told you in 2010 that before this decade is over, Bill Cosby would be in prison and Donald Trump would be president? Would you believe me? You see what I'm saying? You would not have believed me if I would have told you that. Especially if I would have told you why Bill Cosby was sent to prison. Right? I mean I mean I mean, you know, we like to we we like to believe that it's that it's for rape, but it's not really for rape. He wasn't really sent to prison for rape per se. Not in the, well, at least how I think of rape. Like, when I think of rape, I think of somebody stealing the pussy. She's saying, no, stop, don't, and you being a fucking gorilla and just taking it. That's what I, you know, but that's not why Bill Cosby's in prison. You feel what I'm saying? But our president is Donald Trump. It's crazy to me. I know it's not crazy to some of you. And, and quite frankly, as, as we come on, uh, as we come on, as we inch closer and closer to this 2020, um, I think Donald Trump's going to be president again. I, I like, and I know, you know, the impeachment and, you know, all of that. And, you know, I'm, I, 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 I get it. Uh, but, I mean, America is who we thought they were. You know what I mean? Sorry to say. But, you know, positive shit. So, I am extremely grateful for the support um, for my listeners, for the people that subscribe. I'm extremely grateful for the guests that I've had on the podcast. Like, we're like two years into this thing, and I, I never would have imagined that we'd be two years into this thing. 
to be honest. It's it's like still difficult for me to to grasp that that we're two years into this thing. Um and the coolest thing is when I meet people for the first time and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I listened to your podcast. I was like, oh, wow. Holy shit. Like, wow. Like, hell yeah, man. That's really, that's really, that's really fucking cool. It's really fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, because there's so much. Listen, for, for all the people, and I'm so happy to talk to people that tell me like, hey, listen, I'm thinking about starting a podcast and, and this, that, and the third. I got two bits of advice. Um, one is do it. Right? One of the biggest regrets that I have about this is is I dragged my feet for so long um, looking for the right moment, waiting for the perfect time. And that simply doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Um, there is no perfect time to start anything. But also, um, keep in mind that there's work. This shit is work. And... If you think that you're going to get recognition, if you think that, um, I mean, not to say that it's not gratifying, but it's just a lot of work. I didn't, I mean, I mean, unless you have the budget to where as though people can do, you know, the editing and all that shit for you, then that's something different. Um, we don't have that budget. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't really have that budget. Um, so we do it ourselves. And it's rewarding learning, you know, fucking up. You know what I'm saying? You gotta fuck up. And it's cool to fuck up. And part of what I've learned this decade about myself is that um I was not always okay with fucking up. I mean, I fucked up a lot this decade. I, I did a lot of things wrong. But I wasn't always okay with fucking up. And that's something that a lot of us kind of struggle with because most of us, some of us, are usually good at shit. Normally good. We're normally good at things. And anything new that we try, we're going to be bad at. And I think that that stops us from trying new shit because we don't want to be bad at it. And we live in a society where if you're not spot on, dead accurate, you know what I'm saying? Nobody has time for growth. Everything is instant, instant, instant. And um, I, mean, I mean, even how we judge people 
we don't allow people to grow for anything, right? We, we, we don't allow people to, I mean, we just don't. We just don't allow people to grow. Um, which sucks. Because growth is, like, well, not growth per se, but change. Change is the only thing that's guaranteed. Change and death, right? So you never stay the same. You're either getting worse or you're getting better. And part of the process of getting better is being bad. You got to be bad before you be good, but you got to be willing to fail to be bad. You got to try to be bad. Um, and, you know, this is somebody that hosts a podcast with a speech impediment. And, you know, that would, that would, that would bother me early on, right? Um, because we try to do this podcast, we, we, we try to make this thing as organic as possible. So when we record, we try to record once, whatever mistakes that are there, fucking keep them. Because, yo, it's the Hood Loves Me podcast. And, you know, part of the essence of the Hood Loves Me is the fact that this is who I am. So throughout this process, I've, 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 been, I've been learning to accept who I am. Um, and part of the things that have helped me accept who I am, mistakes and flaws and all, is the fact that, and this is not to offend anybody, um, but y'all ain't shit. Like, I don't care about what you think of me because you ain't shit. And I don't mean like you, like individually, but I mean like, you know what I'm saying? We all struggle with something. Right? We're all embarrassed about something. We all um, worry about something. And it's frivolous. So I don't spend time trying to, you know, speak differently, talk a different way, um, hide embarrassing things about myself because, yo, we all fucked up in real life. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. So realize that um, people will accept you for your flaws and for shit that you can't control. And um, that there's a lot of work. Realize that. And once you get past that, man, start your podcast. Start your fucking YouTube channel. Start your blog. Start your business. Start whatever. Because this decade has showed us that you don't have to be the most talented. You don't have to be the most polished. You don't have to be the most anything. You can suck and be like rewarded at the highest levels, right? And, and if, if, if you need any, any further evidence of that, let me ask you. If I would have told you in 2010 that... 10 years from now, black people would like Kim Kardashian more than they like Kanye West. Would you have believed me? If I told you that, 
Kim Kardashian would be doing more for black people than Kanye West. Would you have believed me? Just, just a question. Because I would not have believed me. And I am somebody that... Um, because I don't, I, I didn't really get down with the Kardashian business plan, the Kardashian business model, earlier in the decade. I mean, still, I, 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 I still don't. I'm still not interested in them as a brand. Um, but they're very good at their job. They're very good. I can't. Say anything, you know what I'm saying? Any, anything, anything to the contrary, in my opinion, is hate. They're very good. But y'all remember when Kim got married, like, for 72 days? <laughs> it's been a crazy decade. My eyes are watering, so I'm crazy. Excuse me for one second. Wow, and, and you know, this is, this, is, this is so fitting. Like, I'm sniffling, my eyes are watering and shit. Am I crying? Am I getting emotional? I think I'm getting emotional. I'll say that I'm getting emotional, even though I'm 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 really fucked up. Um, my eyes are just fucking killing me. But I mean, listen, where, where where do we start? Let's 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 start. Let's start with this um, 2010s. Right? Is that a thing? 2010s? Let's start with this 2010s wrap-up, right? Let's start with what I know best. Well, not with what I know best, but let's start with one particular topic, which is music, mainly hip-hop music. In my opinion, the album of the decade goes to the aforementioned Kanye West. The Twisted Dark Fantasy shit, even though it came out in 2010, that's um, been an album that was consistently played. Like, you, you, like, I've played that album. I've listened to that album often since, right? Um, I think that album has great content, great features. There are there are certain <clears throat> um, verses, bars, lines in music throughout this decade that we've tried to to uh, live our lives by. And one thing that always comes up when I you know it, often in in my life is the uh, the Kanye bar. How could you say they live their life wrong when you never fuck with the lights on? That's true. How could you judge people for whatever? How could you say that they're wrong when you don't even like how you look when you have sex? And I, and you know what I'm saying. Regardless of what shape you in, you don't even like how you don't even like to look at yourself. And this ain't this ain't this ain't no body shaming or nothing like that. Because listen, body shaming was a thing this decade. Be clear, we could make fun of fat motherfuckers for being fat motherfuckers in 2006. And if you was a fat motherfucker, you just had to wear it with your fat ass. 
But now it's like, yo, we can. It's okay to be fat, and that's due to. I mean, I mean, eh, partially due to Lena Dunham. I'd hate to say it, but it's crazy because even now, you know, the 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 people with the worst bodies are willing to show their body off more actively, more openly. Than your people with good bodies. I mean, there still are those with good. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you still liable to open your Twitter timeline and see, uh, you know, fucking somebody telling, uh, fucking somebody selling fucking seventy dollar blowjobs and shit through the Cash App, which is something else that we've uh, that we've picked up this decade, right? Like. The economy being what the economy is, and 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 as we inch closer and closer towards a gig economy, if a bitch suck dick for a living, you can't shame her no more. You gotta chill with that, and that's partially due to Kanye's ex girlfriend. Kanye's ex girlfriend made it to where as though you can't really shame women for sucking dick for a living. That's okay. That's accepted. That's accepted. You know what I'm saying? And and when you think about what was fashionable, what was trendy, In terms of um, the content that people talked about, about the women that they wanted, right? The, the foreign or whatever. Foreign women, light-skinned, fat ass, like, yo, say what you want. Kanye did that shit. He came into the year with that shit. A nigga may have lost his mind after the fact, but he came into the year doing that. Bottle of Haney at the VMAs, cutting off Taylor Swift. It was something. And that's how we started the decade. That's, when, when you think about it, that's crazy. Right? That, when you think about it. Because you forget. You know? Keeping up with music. Somebody else has been very consistent. Because in 2010... Right, rap albums. We got you know we got Thank Me Later. We got the Drake joint. Um, haven't listened to much of Thank Me Later. Haven't listened to Recovery. I don't think since 2010, the Eminem album Recovery. Haven't listened to Teflon Don. I'm. <sighs> Rick Ross makes good albums. I just don't give a shit about them. Full disclosure. And, and, and like this is more in, in, in reference to when I talk to people and like, oh, so-and-so dropped a classic. To me, a classic is something that I go back and listen to. Right? Nas and Damian Marley dropped an album in 2010. Good album. Can't really say I go back and listen to it, but, but you know, what stands out is Twisted Dark Fantasy. And... 2011 came 
And Kanye's still, still hot, still on top, still doing his thing. Still the Kanye that we remember. Watch the throne with him and Hove. And when Watch the Throne first came out, I was like, eh. But that album, it's gotten better. It's gotten better. I didn't think, like I said, when when I first heard it, I was like, nah, it was okay. And that could have probably just been like, you know, my attitude about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know, the, the... I mean, I mean, our our culture, our, our society is fixated on the underdog. So it's kind of hard to cheer to to cheer for Kanye and Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the they're the juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather cheer for you know the underdog guy, the roots and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right? Um. But Take Care came out. Shows the consistency of Drake. Carter 4. Guys, remember the Carter 4? Right? Do you remember the Carter 4, man? What a big deal the Carter 4 was. Right? What, did that have... Um, yeah, that had that fucking six foot, seven foot... Right? Excuse me, Commissioner. Pocket full of swagger down pat. Call that shit Patricia. Young Money Militia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was there. You couldn't tell me that wasn't a fly shit. Right? I believe like Big Sean's first album. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's, it's insane thinking about it. It's insane. Think like fucking J. Cole. That was early J. Cole. Early ASAP Rocky. You stumbled upon 2012. 2012, fantastic year for some. You thought Kanye was still still Kanye. Still growing, still expanding. The cruel summer shit. Ain't nobody fucking with my clip. Not 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 sure if it was classic or not. Right? Good. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Good, they might play it a little bit. You know, yeah, I'm talking J. Yeah, I'm talking Ye. Yeah, I'm talking B. Yeah, I'm talking Rick. Niggas talking bossy. I ain't talking Khalees. Your money too short. You can't be fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? But there was expansion there, right? The Nas album, the Life Is Good album, where he's where he, where he was holding uh, the wedding dress, his ex wife's wedding dress, and then that helped with um, the Insecure first season of Insecure, when um, you know Issa's character and Lawrence when they split and and the memes came out with her transposed on Nas's body holding the Best Buy shirt. That shit was funny. Memes are something that. Came into fruition this decade. I think that 2012 would be remembered for, musically that is, for the Good Kid Mad City album, getting shitted on by the white guy from Seattle. Guys remember the Macklemore? Remember when that was a big deal? Right? 
Rick Ross again, by the way, what God forgives and I don't. You cannot fault Ross for his consistency. You cannot. You know? Again, this is coming from somebody that I'm not really a big fan of his music. But he's great. He's he's great. And it took me a while to realize that he was great. Going over this, I was like, shit, man, Ross is here consistently doing his thing. 2013 came. We started to see the, 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 the turn of Kanye West with Yeezus. Which was, you know, meh. But now we, we're starting to see other people really coming into their own. Run the Jewels dropped their first album. Fucking Titty Boy became Two Chains. Your Mac Millers. Your uh 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 oh the Juicy J. I'm a huge fan of Juicy J. Stay trippy. Right? French Montana's. Right, this this was this was where I guess, you know, hip hop started to expand more. The acid rap, even though I'm not a fan of Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap was a good project. Drake, nothing was the same. How fitting, because nothing was the same after this. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. Right? 2014, you run the jewels too. Forest Hills Drive. Not a J. Cole fan. Great project though. And 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 now comes the 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 moment, moment culture, where, you know, people wanted to capture moments. Um, so J. Cole had an issue with, you know, people wanting to go to his house, the, the uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive and sitting on the roof, the part where he sat getting their pictures, putting it on the Instagram. One of my favorite albums that year was that Oxymoron album by fucking Schoolboy Q. I like that Oxymoron album. Fucking YG dropped My Crazy Life. Good album. Really good album. Catalactica by Big Crit. Which was, meh. You know what I'm saying? But now we're starting to, you know, now, now we're getting a wide array of artists. Right? We got Logic. We got the Azalea Banks. Right, um, the Iggy Azaleas. Right, uh, even fucking Fifty Cent with the Animal Ambition. You know what I'm saying? Before he was making television shows. It's weird, yo. Looking at it, it's weird when you look at it, because you're like, holy shit, I forgot all about this. I forgot all about that. I forgot all about this. 2015 hit. 2015 was like, yo. 
to Pimp a Butterfly in 2015, my favorite Kendrick Lamar album. I think that that album is, is that's a classic album. The only downfall to the, this Kendrick album is the fact that unlike your good kid, Mad City, you don't have individual songs that you can fuck with, right? Like Kendrick Lamar's albums aren't the albums that you can play in the background while you clean your bathroom. That's not really how he gets down with his projects. But to Pimp a Butterfly, I mean, exceptional, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe my favorite album of the decade, which I tried to, to deny for a long period of time because of the, the hip-hop purist in me, but maybe my favorite album of the decade was Dirty Sprite 2. Because Dirty Sprite 2, in my opinion, embodies all the shit that we wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? All the shit that we wanted to do, Dirty Sprite 2 talks about. Me, me personally, and, and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about my business. Dirty Sprite 2 reminds me of some of the most fun and irresponsible times of my life. Dirty Sprite 2 is laden with drug usage, alcohol usage, extreme fornication. And the early part of the decade, I was all about Using drugs, breaking the law, and extreme fornication. Right? I ended last decade with um, the idea that I was going to get engaged and eventually married. That's how I ended last decade. And that didn't work out. That didn't work out the way, you know, I mean, it worked out the way I wanted it to, looking back at it. But it didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to work out then. You feel what I'm saying? So I step into the, 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 the 2010s with like, man, fuck that shit, nigga. We fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? And Dirty Sprite 2 just fitted perfectly. You know, but he says he just did a dose of Percocet with some strippers. He talk about, you know, freak hoes. Fuck a bitch, you tell a friend. I love some free promo. I love a freak hoe, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Future... I, 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 mean, I mean, to me, I, it's, it's hard for him to make a song better than Stick Talk. We be talking Stick Talk, and we be talking Bricks, too. We be talking Lick Talk, and I'm a fucking bitch, too. I ain't got no manners for no sluts. I'm gonna put my thumb in a butt. It reminds me of a time when... There was a young woman that I was involved with, God bless her soul, and this woman looked me in my eyes one day and she told me, she was like, yo, listen, I want you to treat my asshole like a thumb rest when we're having sex. And I was, I was like, oh, it was, it was like, it was like, a, oh, yes, yes, ma'am, I'll be more than glad to do that for you. And when I heard Future say that, it just, it, you know what I'm saying? This Dirty Sprite 2 album is the album 
It's, it's, it's everything that we want. But we cannot do. We all want to eat ice cream every day. We want to wake up and eat ice cream for breakfast and not fucking go to work or work on anything productive. We just want to hang around, smoke weed, do bullshit, get our dick sucked all fucking day. That's what we want to do. But the reason why you can't do that is because you would die. You would kill yourself. You would fucking kill yourself. Like, period. You know what I'm saying? Period. But you want to do that shit. I mean, it, 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 it's incredible. It's it, like, yo, I just fucked your bitch with some Gucci flip-flops. Really had niggas out here spending $180 for fucking, for fucking flip-flops. Because, you know what I'm saying, it was, it was uh, 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 red and green and black or whatever. Really, really, really had niggas doing that. Now, I'm fortunate enough that I was, uh, I was past the point where I wanted to do any opioids, so I wasn't popping no Xannies or no Percocets or nothing like that. I wasn't drinking lean. I never wanted to drink lean, considering all of the people that died from drinking lean, R.I.P. Pimp C, R.I.P. DJ Screw, you know what I'm saying? But um, I wanted to fuck hoes. I wanted to fuck hoes the way Future was talking about fucking hoes. Future said, I don't give a fuck if they was twin sisters. I don't give a fuck if they, I don't give a fuck if they real sisters. This decade has seen a rise in the incest category on Pornhub. Where people, it, it, they, they think it's cute to want to fuck their stepmoms and shit. And they... You know what I'm saying? That's a. I think that that's cool. I don't give a fuck if they was twin sisters. Said you're getting dumb. I'm trying to throw a with you. Oh, that's your best friend. I'm trying to fuck a with you. Just met the bitch. They said they real sisters. I don't give a fuck if they was twin sisters. I mean, perfect slime ball music. Future was making. For all of the wannabe slime balls, for all of the retired slime balls, because listen. As we say goodbye to this decade, as I say goodbye to this decade, this is my last decade of being lit. I, it's, it's all downhill after this for me, socially. All downhill. All downhill for me after this. That's in real life, right? How I know it's all downhill for me after this, I sent my goddaughter. A, a, a little Christmas gift, right? And you know, my boy and his family, they 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 spent Christmas with their family. They traveled a little bit to be around um other family members. And he sends me a video of my goddaughter, my three-year-old goddaughter, opening the gift that I got her. And it was the best part of my Christmas. This little girl was so cute. And I'm like, shit, nigga, why do I give a fuck about this little girl? I mean, I mean, I know I give a fuck about, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you, you catch Mitch at 25, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, oh yeah, it, it, it's cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, later on that night, I'm texting 
you know, my boy's oldest daughter, um, someone that I call my niece, and she's like, hey, Uncle Mitch, I just want to say, you know, Merry Christmas, you know, I miss you, I love you, and I got a little emotional, like, oh, sh- I love you too, I love you too, baby, you know, I was like, damn, damn, this is where we at, this is my last decade of being lit. I care about too much shit. I get emotional about shit. My feelings get hurt about certain shit. You know what I'm saying? And listen, and and this is my advice to the young niggas that listen to this podcast. Young niggas that listen to this podcast, enjoy it while you can. All right? Because it takes a special human being to be out here fucking with these hoes, doing all types of irresponsible shit that you're not supposed to be doing. And eventually these women get tired of your bullshit and they move on and they do other things. And if you really a G about it, you can't give a fuck. Can't give a fuck. Give a fuck about your wedding, bitch. Give a f- you know what I'm saying? Give a fuck in real life. Give a fuck. That you just had a baby with this nigga. I ain't want no fucking baby with you. I don't give a fuck. You got to really not give a fuck. Something that was funny this past Christmas. Yo, we seen the memes when niggas was sending them the memes and shit. Like, yo, yo, it was crazy. First holiday, the, the, the fucking future shit. That shit was hilarious. Shit was hilarious. You can't do that if you're really about this slime ball life. You can't send no bitch, no Merry Christmas fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, that ain't machismo, nigga. Like, you can't do that in real life. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? So... All my fellas that listen to this, that's, you know, 24, 25, 26. This is your last decade of being lit, too, motherfucker. You 25 right now, nigga, come 2030. Yeah, that hairline gone. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it ain't the same. But we only had 2015 before we get to, you know, what a time to be alive and shit and, and fucking Ray Shremin. You know what I'm saying? We only had 2015. Shout out Meek Mill. The King Push, Travis Scotts. You know what I'm saying? 2016, Kanye still trying to be Kanye. Still a little weird, though. Very weird. This is, this is you know what I'm saying... Kanye Kardashian now. The Life of Pablo shit, which was meh. The Coloring Book, which a lot of people liked. In my opinion, that was meh. The, the Tribe Called Quest album, R.I.P. Fife Dog. Was four years ago? That was four years ago, man? Don't seem like that was four years ago. Right? Views by Drake and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like fucking Schoolboy Q second album, which was meh. 
for your eyes only and shit. Fucking shout out to Kevin Gates. Not a big Kevin Gates fan, but you know, people like Kevin Gates. Malibu, which I think was the best album that year, if not Rihanna's album that came out that year. Also, Run the Jewels 3 came out that year. Right? Jeezy, Trap or Die 3. I mean, Jeezy's a, a wonderful choice for the gym, no matter how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. This is crazy looking at it. 2017, 444. 444 is who we, who is, is who we are. The vulnerability, the maturity, knowing like, damn, I fucked up. Mm, I really made, I really fucked up. Shit. I can't believe I did that stupid shit. Fuck, now I gotta fix the stupid shit that I did. You know, that's what, that's what, right? The Dirty Sprite 2 is who we want to be. 444 is who we are. Facts. 444 is who the fuck we are. On our ass, coming to you. Yo, I'm on my ass, baby. I got nothing, baby. Please. I'm so fucking sorry for my stupid ass bullshit. So all that dirty, all that, all that, all that fun shit you doing... Ordered up a show for Tommy. Robbed me on the whole world. I was on that E-Ray with that Molly on that old girl. Yeah. I could tell you stories about, you know what I'm saying? Fucking champagne wishes and dirty white bitches. Fucking, fucking threesomes with married lesbians. All that shit. Just to fucking have a 444 moment. You're like, uh, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's crazy when you when you think about it, man. Right, the pretty girls like trap music and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Two Chains. I was a really good album, and, and that was a really good album. I mean, the fucking Layla's Wisdom, great album in 2017. Drop top WAP, right? I think um, Mask Off came out in fucking. You know what I'm saying? Going back to my earlier comment about uh uh. Stick Talk being the best song Future could, could, could do. I don't think he'd do a better song better than Stick Talk. It's it, like I said, when you look at it, it's crazy. It's crazy when you look at it. When you look at the, the television shows, how we, how, how we even view television, how we even view our entertainment. How we have brand new movies that are getting dropped that ain't even coming out in theaters. Like, I'm not even sure if they put The Irishman in theaters. But if I would have told you in 2010 that Martin Scorsese was making a movie with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, and it was coming out on Netflix, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. If I tell you that Ben Affleck is making a movie where there are a bunch of ex-military that are thieves, 
and he gets shot in his fucking melon 40 minutes into the movie. And you ain't got to buy the $12 ticket and the $9 popcorn for your girl? It's going to come out on Netflix? You're going to tell me to get the fuck out of here. You're going to... You feel what I'm saying? That's what this decade has done. I don't think we realize how crazy of a time we live in. The Game of Thrones shit. I, I believe Game of Thrones was the last appointment viewing that we had. Where we all got together at a certain time to watch a show and we talked about it together. Shit, social media. I mean, yeah, we had Facebook and we had Twitter. I believe Twitter was, I mean, not as active. Yeah, yeah, because I, I hopped on Twitter, I believe, in 2011. But I mean, even that shit. And, and like the power of that. Right? The fact that, you know, we use these social media sites, good, bad, or otherwise. But this idea of cancel culture. Where people attack other people for some shit you said seven years ago that you may not have even said or may not even remembered saying that could cost you future revenue because you were on cocaine in 2012 and you said faggot because you know everybody said faggot in 2012 Now, if you say that shit, it's like a fucking death sentence to your life, motherfucker. Good, bad, or otherwise. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Maybe we do need to evolve. I know myself, I say a lot of fucked up words that I need to leave in 2000, whatever the fuck. Right? I have a bad habit. Of when I refer to women, and it's not really just women, but when I refer to women, I call women bitches. Bad habit. Bad habit. I talk about all types of bitches. A lot of you niggas is bitches. But you know what I'm saying? When I'm, when I'm like, like I, I believe earlier I talked to Champagne Witches and Dirty White Bitches. Even though they were some dirty white bitches, I shouldn't talk about these young women like that. I believe most of them have children. At, 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 as I record this. Man. Incredible. Incredible. Right? I think the last time we used that fag word, and I mean I mean like aside from Eminem and Eminem's bullshit, which got old, got real old real, real quick. But like if you remember the hangover movie, which was this decade. They had a line in the Hangover movie where Bradley Cooper's character was um, calling Ed Helms' character Dr. Faggot. And it was no big deal. 
It was not a big deal. It was not a big deal. Now it's a big deal. And you know what? People in that community, people that have been called that word as a way to denigrate them or as a way for them to feel lesser about themselves, they fought against that shit. And good for them. Because we should treat people better. And if there's one thing that this decade has showed us is that if you get enough support, if you get enough people behind your cause, if your cause is just, if your cause is righteous, we can make some fucking change. We could debate whether or not the change is beneficial for all of us as a whole. <clears throat> But you can't really do the shit that you used to do anymore. You can't talk to women in the workplace the way you used to talk to women because you shouldn't have been talking to them like that anyway, nigga. You shouldn't have been saying that shit anyway. And ladies got tired of that shit and they banded together and they fucked shit up. They fucked shit up. And we could debate about whether or not, you know what I'm saying, it was justified and we could talk about other people choosing to weaponize shit and we could say, you know, even though some women are full of shit and that's something I'm going to talk about later on in the the pod, um, but certain shit is unacceptable and certain shit should be unacceptable and we learned what's acceptable and what's unacceptable. So even if it's, it's, you know, to the very, very extreme, in some people's opinions, it's, it's to the very extreme. Where, oh, what am I supposed to say? I can't even. Yo, man, get better. If you feel like you can't compliment a woman without saying some foul shit, yo, get better. Or just don't do it. Or just learn what a true compliment is. Saying your tits look nice ain't really a compliment, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell her she has nice boots on. Hey, I like your shoes. It's a really nice bag you have. And keep it moving. I like your glasses. Nice frames. Something like that. And keep it fucking moving. I mean, you know, what can we really do? Right? I mean, I mean, not this decade, but, but me personally, because I'm still talking about me personally and my growth in this shit, right? This decade, I've had the most fun this decade. I've fucking traveled more. I've, I've, I've done way more drugs this decade than I've done in any other decade. Fucking partied more. All types of shit. More. Right? And if it's over, fuck it, man. I had a really good time. I had a really fucking good time. But this year, this year alone has been the year where all of my schemes 
all the hookups that I've had finished. Finished. I haven't had to pay full price so much this year. I've paid full price so much more this year than I have in the previous fucking nine, eight, ten, whatever the fuck. I mean, fuck, man. Fuck. All of my swind like none of my swindles work anymore. All of like the little shit that I used to do to get over it, none of that shit works anymore. I gotta fucking live like an honest, righteous civilian. And I haven't done that shit ever. So this is honestly fucking full full disclosure. 35 years old. First time I had to obey the rules. I got jammed up a little bit, breaking the law. Um, allegedly. I'm I'm still going to court for that shit, so come see me next decade. Got jammed up a little bit. Um you know? Fuck you, motherfuckers. You're going to have to catch me. I'm not fucking quitting. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But that's happened this decade, which, which tells me, mm, damn, you know what, Mitch? It's time to hang it up, yo. You had a really good run. Had a really good run, yo. We all can't be Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, somebody that had a really good decade. I mean, granted, he gets punched in the face for a living, and he's a fucking professional troll. Really good decade for Floyd Mayweather. Made a lot of money. And now, as we progress to this next decade, to to, to 2020 and beyond, we look at Floyd like, yo, nigga, how are you going to maintain this shit? Because he can't fight nobody that's worth fighting. But like... He also can't fly first class. And there's nothing wrong with flying first class. Yo, I flew first class for the first time in my life this decade. And I tell you what, I don't want to fly coach ever again. Ever. Ever again, I don't want to fly coach. It's insane, yo. Like, looking back at it. Because I was having trouble like remembering like what I was doing in 2010 and 2011 and 2012. 2012 was Hurricane Sandy, right? And this Hurricane Sandy shit was particularly crazy because um, people, people, in, people in New Jersey and New York don't have hurricane insurance, right? So, so Words have meanings, right? And the insurance game is particularly nefarious because if you call some shit or if somebody with some authority gets on television and labels something a certain thing, then that's grounds for non-payment and benefit denial. Um, So if you have um, homeowner's policy and... There isn't language in your policy specific to hurricane. And your shit gets blown away by a hurricane. They're not paying you. Right. So in other parts of the country. um, They can call Sandy a hurricane. But because 
a lot of people in this part of the world did not have hurricane insurance. When they talk about Hurricane Sandy in New York and New Jersey, they call it Superstorm Sandy. Because we had storm coverage, just not hurricane coverage. But Hurricane Sandy ended one of my relationships. Crazy. Hurricane Sandy and social media ended one of my relationships. I mean, I think it kind of worked out because the relationship was on its way out anyway. You know what I'm saying? We was, you know what I mean? We wasn't going to progress much more past than where we was at. But, you know, when you think about it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I was going somewhere with that, too. I forgot all about that shit. What was up? 2012? Just... I, you know what? I don't even know. Fucking lost my train of thought. And I was rolling too. But, um, crazy shit happened in sports. Shit that seems like it was so fucking long ago. Right? Fucking LeBron won in his first title. That was, in, that was this decade. That was this decade. We still don't know what it catches. We don't know what it catches. We don't know what a fumble is. We don't know what pass interference is. We've, I don't want to say digressed or regressed. We've pretty, we've just, you know, this is just what we are. When, when like, you look at the Kaepernick protest, and even someone like a Megan Rapino on you know the world's largest stage having her protest as an openly gay woman, she says, Yeah, well, you know what? Now that I think about it, I haven't received justice as an openly gay woman from this country. I mean, you'd have to speak to some like openly gay women to identify that. I don't know. I'm not a you know what I'm saying? Um We've gotten okay with school shootings this decade. We're okay with that. This has been the mass shooting decade. Right, where that's fine. Right, the, 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 the Chris Paul trade. Shout out to all my Lakers fans. You guys remember when you guys traded for Chris Paul in 2011? And David Stern, who was the commissioner of the NBA, and I hope he gets well. I know he has his health challenges currently. And he was the, um, because the league owned the New Orleans Pelicans or New Orleans Hornets, I believe. They were the Hornets then. And um, they tried to trade uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers and they would have sent Pau Gasol to the Rockets and New Orleans would have had Lamar Odom and Goran Dragic and, and, and a bunch of other players and they was like, yeah, nah, fuck that. And then Chris Paul went on to go play with the Clippers and 
Lob City became what Lob City was, and then the Lakers, you know, are just now getting back right to where they were supposed to be. Guys, remember that? Guys, remember Marshawn Lynch and that run in 2011 that caused an earthquake? What about the Penn State child fucking scandal? Guys, remember that? Man, that shit seems like so long ago. Shit seems like so long ago, man. Right? You remember in, in 2014? I, I, I remember this. The World Cup 2014, it was in Brazil. And Brazil lost to Germany 7-1. I remember I was at a bar in Long Beach Island. And I think I was the only black guy at the bar. And I had on a Brazil jersey. And I, I must have walked into a fucking German bar because all of these motherfuckers was in there wearing German shit. I didn't realize so many fucking Germans knew shit about soccer, let alone so many Germans hung out at the fucking Jersey Shore. But I'm up, I'm up there, and, and Brazil's getting their fucking ass whipped at home. 7-1. And I mean, I cheer for a German football club. You know what I'm saying? But 7-1, they got their ass whooped. Right? The fucking Boston Marathon bombing wasn't was this decade. Michael Phelps, oh, the Falcon shit in the bed. You remember the oh God. I was just talking about this the other day. I was in Atlanta when the Falcons gave up that lead in the Super Bowl. And I was at a Super Bowl party. And um, first half, lit. Liddy. City was lit. Nick was talking about going out. What we was doing that night. That whole weekend was just on, 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 was just in position, on point to be like whew, something incredible. And then the Falcons, you know, falconed. And boy, Atlanta turned to Omaha, Nebraska real fucking quick. Real fucking quick. Real fucking quick. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 been a hell of a decade. The superhero movies. Right? I mean, I mean, I I I tried not to talk about Hollywood because I don't think Hollywood had a good year. I think that they really had a lazy year. In terms of the originality, I think that television is so much better than movies in terms of the content that television provides us. It's just the fact that, you know, we're so stupid. We've allowed these corporations to create cable again. But there have been superhero movies galore. And I mean, even movies that are pretty good, like Get Out. You know, Get Out's a pretty good movie, but we, we hold it up like it's this marvel of artistic cinematic, you know, masterpiece. It's a good movie, right? Um, we've allowed movies to take the place of actual history. You know what I'm saying? Like that Harriet Tubman movie, right? How the, the, uh, the villain in that movie was a motherfucker that never existed. This black guy, fucking, uh, fucking booger or uh, 
fucking Booker Long or some shit. Long Booker or some shit. We learned that um, these social media networks are really, you know, the new age evil corporation that we were told to avoid. Before I go, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about um, the 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 movie Boyhood because I, I I often rail against Hollywood for the lack of originality, but but the movie Boyhood um, was really quality in terms of they shot the movie over a span of about a dozen years and they used the same actors, so as you know the character aged. Because um, it's about you know this this like young character aging and becoming a young man. They kept those characters. I thought that was cool. That was a really original concept, a really good idea. You know what I mean? But in twenty twenty, listen, I don't want to see another set it off. I don't want to see like another breakfast. I don't want to see a remake of the Breakfast Club. With like all transgenders and shit. I don't want to see that. Right. <sighs> Fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Is she still Caitlyn? Caitlyn Jenner was this decade. Do we give a fuck about Caitlyn Jenner anymore? Yo, man. Listen, words have meanings. <laughs> We've This decade has taught us that Women can have penises. It's what our society says. That there's a difference between gender and sex. We've learned a whole bunch of cool words, cool new words that exist. Cisgendered. For the longest, I didn't know what cisgendered means. Um, gaslighting. They say, oh, yeah, that's gaslighting. I, fuck, does that mean? There's another one, too, that I forget. I don't, I, I don't remember. But there's all these new words. New ideas, new shit that we have to think about as we move forward in this society. And quite frankly, most of it's bullshit. Most of it's bullshit. They had... They they had this this uh uh and you know what let me let me let me fucking pull up pull it up and find it so I can read the headline because I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. But let me find this headline. Hold up one second. Here, here we go. The headline reads, and and this was from a couple of days ago. The headline reads: Transgender man gives birth to non-binary partner's baby with female sperm donor. And it's a picture of two people holding a child. I don't know what the fuck any of this means. But they got one person with a little bit of facial hair. And I believe that person was born a woman. And they have this other person next to this other person, the person that's holding the baby. And 
I don't know if it's the sperm donor or if it's the non-binary person. I don't even know what non-binary was. And listen, people. You can have your opinions, your personal feelings, your personal qualms about these people's lifestyle, but how could you say they live their life wrong when you never fuck with the lights on? How I don't have enough information. Just because I may or may not agree with their lifestyle does not mean that I can legitimately say that this is wrong or whatever is wrong. There was a point in time when people felt like it was wrong for white women to have black husbands. I think we can agree today that the people that thought that back then were out of their fucking mind. You feel what I'm saying? There were people in a certain in 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 another period of time that felt like if you were Catholic that you couldn't have no Jewish husband. Bitch, we raised you Catholic. You feel what I'm saying? I, I, I'm confused by it. It doesn't make sense to me. But fuck it, man. If that's what these people want to do, fuck it. This decade has been the decade of fuck it. Shit don't got to make no sense. Fuck it. Who gives a fucking sense? Don't nothing got to make sense. Whole lot of shit don't make sense. Sense? Gives a fuck about making sense. See who the president is? President don't make no fucking sense. President got 20-something women. Feel like he raped them. He sexually assaulted them. Pardon me. He sexually assaulted them. Give a fuck. Give a fuck, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's crazy. I like I I, I like when I think I, I when I think about this decade, I, I'm I'm just like, yo, this. Di- yo. There was a there was a uh, a university. Texas, a Baptist university that got jammed up because um, they had too many athletes allegedly sexually assaulting women and, and the school not doing anything about it because, you know, fuck it. Every week we hear about uh, funeral homes. All over the country, and these funeral homes are finding dead bodies and shit stashed in the ceiling. We learn more and more about human trafficking, and we're taught to be afraid of human traffickers. During a time when, when crime has legitimately dropped every year for the past 28 consecutive years. Some bad things that have happened this decade for us socially. Um, 
A, we, we've given our privacy away. We have no more privacy. We've given our privacy away to these corporations. But um, on a lighter note, there's no more um, individualism. There's no more geographic differences. Right? Like, everybody uses the same slang. Drip literally means the same thing in Tallahassee, Florida, that it means in Portland, Oregon. There's no difference in that. And I feel like we're going to miss that going forward. Everybody dresses the same. So what's really cool, right? Everybody dresses the same. Everybody looks the same. Everybody talks the same. People don't have individual accents anymore. You know, I mean, I mean, certain, yeah, but not really. We still worry about petty shit. Petty shit we worry about. And I hope we don't. I hope as we move forward, we don't worry about this petty shit. This petty shit don't matter. On the flip side, and, and, and listen, this is this is for my fellas. Strictly for my fellas. Ladies, I'm going to get to y'all later. This is strictly for my fellas. What I've learned this decade, fellas, if you're a young man that listens to this podcast, or shit, if you're an old nigga, or a soon-to-be-washed nigga like me that listens to this podcast, I mean, I'm probably not telling you anything new, but what I've learned this decade is that women are full of shit. They're full of shit. No bigger example of that than about a week ago, allegedly, somebody leaked the baby's nudes and even though it was very funny, it's fucking very funny, bitches lost their minds. Revenge porn all of a sudden wasn't a thing, even though this past year we had a congresswoman that resigned because her bitch-ass husband um, hit her with, with some revenge porn. And she resigned. Now, I don't think that Katie Hill should have resigned because of that. At this day and age, everybody got nudes. I mean, hopefully they ain't leaking, but, you know, potentially, everybody can have nudes that have leaked, potentially. So it should not be a big deal. When the first lady of your country, when you could Google her tits, fuck it, baby. You got to just fuck it. I mean, I have questions about that Nazi tattoo she had on her right hip, but that's, you know, a question for, uh, for another day. But women are full of shit, fellas. All right. And we've learned that. Countless examples of how we've learned that. If you're a young man and you have some type of interests that may not be considered cool by our normative society socially. Let's say you into some nerd shit, some geek shit, you know what I'm saying? You and your friends get together and trade Harry Potter cards. And you like doing that shit. Yo, my nigga, don't stop doing that shit because you want to attract the attentions of a certain young lady. 
trust me, bitch ain't worth it no way. She ain't. Period. Women are full of shit. And there's an and listen, there's enough of them. There's enough of them. Where you can find somebody that likes the shit that you like or will at least not bug you while you do the nerdy, stupid, dumb shit that you like. Fuck it. Keep it moving. Focus on yourself first. None, none of that other shit matters. Feel what I'm saying? Ladies. Fuck that nigga. And I mean that in every tense of the word. Fuck that nigga in terms of that nigga ain't doing the shit you want that nigga to do. That nigga ain't giving you the shit that you want that nigga to give you. Fuck that nigga. If you only want that nigga for one thing and one thing only, if you just want to treat that nigga for a way to, you know, release some of your physical stress that you carry day to day as you go through your life, and this nigga's only good for one thing, you got a big ass dick and a hurricane tongue, and all you want to do is fuck that nigga, girl, fuck that nigga. You ain't got to be with that nigga if you don't want to be with that nigga. Fuck is he? Every nigga you met since you was 15 been trying to fuck you. We're in a time now where it's okay, ladies, for you to fucking suck and do whatever it is that you want to do. And if anybody got a fucking problem with that shit, they're not mature enough to handle a woman like you. So fuck that nigga. We're in a time when white women load themselves up in these expensive ass gyms and they take twerk classes. We're in a time where people take pole dancing classes as a means of exercise. We're in a time when, when, you know, Women would legitimately go out there, get their pussy ate, eat other pussies, suck on some titties, dance with their girlfriends, kiss them in the mouth and all types of shit, then turn around and tell you, I ain't gay. Ladies, fuck that nigga. Ladies, be selfish. Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. If you want to fucking... Take that trip, and the felon nigga you fuck with don't got no passport, leave that nigga. Go take that fucking trip. That nigga will be here when you get back, and guess what? He'll fuck you when you get back. Be selfish. Focus on yourself. Focus on some shit that makes you happy. Because if you don't do it, And nobody else gonna do that shit for you. You feel what I'm saying? But this has been remarkable. This journey has been remarkable. Um, I'm hoping. Well, I mean, I mean, not not really hoping. I'm confident that we can still do it. Um, 
just because we've been able to do it for so long. Right? But this, this you know, podcast has been a humbling experience for me. Um, I've met people as a result of this podcast that I would have never, ever, ever probably met. I've built relationships on the strength of this podcast that I made that I don't think I would have ever had ever. And I'm happy about that. Um, oh shit. I would, I, I would be remiss if I didn't shout out and you know what? The way we do it too, right? Because this is yeah, fuck it. I, I I don't have to tell you how we set this up. But shout out to the brothers at uh Scissor Hands Barbershop in New Brunswick at Rutgers University. Shout out to y'all brothers, man. Thank you for your support. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the love that y'all show me when I come into the shop. Um thank you. And um, I think that's it, man. I think that that's it for this year, for this month, for this decade. And it's fitting that we're going to start next decade off with episode 100. So before I go, the sign off is going to be what the sign off is. I don't think I have. I mean, I mean, I, I got some shit. I don't really talk much from my notes. I got notes, but I didn't really talk much from my notes because uh, I just wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling my notes. But um, people are uh, people are illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you're successful, you will win false friends and real enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do today will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honesty and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. The biggest men with the smallest ideas can be shot down by the smallest men with the smallest minds. Think big anyway. What you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. Build anyway. People really need help, but people may attack you if you help them. Help them anyway. Give the world the best you have. And you'll get kicked in the teeth. Give your best anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I really mean that. For listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Subscribe, rate, and comment. We on hella platforms. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that you take time out of your life to listen to the thoughts of a one black guy in America. Thank you for that. And I'm excited 
about this upcoming year, about this upcoming decade, and the things that we have in store for this podcast as we grow, as we expand, as we make 2020 a year of explosive growth and outstanding expansion. I'm happy that I have you people with me while we do that. Thanks again. And uh, I'll talk to y'all soon. I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but I don't know if it'll be next week. But I'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all take it easy. Have a happy new year. Get it!